Ooh, that's a bingo. <laughs> Is that the way you say it? That's a bingo. You just say bingo. Bingo! How fun! How fun indeed, ladies and gentlemen, it is. Welcome back, short story bingo. My name is Nate Chacon the third. If this is your first time, welcome. If it's not, the retention program is working. What I do on this podcast is I'm a glorified narrator to stories you have heard and to some you haven't. It's like Libro FM, sorta. Um, welcome back. We are here, episode 56. Thank you guys so much for uh, checking out episode 55, The Squaw by Bram Stoker. Um, I actually got a few emails talking about why I don't read Dracula and I promptly responded because it's, um, a whole fucking book. That's why. Um, but still, I had fun with the last one. It was uh, pretty intense and, um, you know, uh, peculiar at the same time. Anyway, let's give a big shout out to our sponsors. Big ups, big ups, big shout out to extraterrestrial media. If you need to film a music video record an audio signal, or get a drone shot of your business or home, contact Extraterrestrial Media at extratmedia.com. George Life also does consultation for projects, helps plans, tours. I mean, right now it's a little different, but um, and does, uh, but there's a lot more. Just visit extratmedia.com. They have a range of services to help any of your media needs. We're also partnered with Libro.fm. When you make the switch, enter Story Bingo at checkout for your new membership to receive two audiobook credits instead of one on Libro.fm. That's a, a partnership that we're very excited about. So go ahead and make sure that, uh, I mean, I know a lot of folks that are currently using Audible, but you get two audiobooks instead of the one at, at checkout. So we certainly appreciate um, our partnership there. Um, and they contribute to, a, to your local bookstore, you know, wherever you're at, not just in Utah, it's just across the United States. Uh, for myself, I go to the King's English Bookshop um, located here in Salt Lake, 1511 South, 1500 East, uh, kingsenglish.com. So, yeah. Uh, make sure to also like, follow, subscribe on Twitter and Instagram, on Instagram at Short Story Bingo, um, and Twitter at Gabino Grimes, and that's G R H Y M E S. What we are reading today is a story called Laura, um, and it, it, I believe it's by Saki. It's S-A-K-I. Um, it's out of a book that George provided uh, called Ghost Stories, right there, you know? And yeah, um, I have not read this, so we're going to be going down this rabbit hole uh, together. It looks like on the picture here, it looks like a fucking demonic squirrel or something, so maybe... It'll be down the squirrel hole or some shit for this one. Um, make sure to also uh, email me with uh, any sort of uh, other stories you'd like for me to read. Um, shortstorybingo at gmail.com. Uh, let's go to our top three countries and our top three states. I don't think that there was any really too much movement there from last week. But we will check it out really quick. I had to check the time, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking over there. I'm like, damn, doc. Okay, there we go. Uh, hope everyone's having a good Friday. Hope you guys got a lot of things planned for this weekend. So, all right. Yep. So, it looks like it's still the Netherlands, Russia, and Canada. That's wild to me. Uh, beyond the United States, of course. And then the top three states still holding strong Florida, Texas, and Idaho, you know? 
Um, so yeah, that's cool. Uh, let's uh, finish out with our random Twitter follower shout out. All right. Um, it's at uh, it's Ashley in West Jordan. So I'll put her shit in here. What's up, Ashley? You know. Uh, anyway, short story bingo episode fifty six. Nate Chacon the third. Thank you guys for rocking with us, and we're gonna get into it, man. One more time, Libro.fm. Check them out. Peace. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Sometimes they're funny and sometimes they're sad. Most of the time they're funny because I hate to be sad. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. But don't take my word for it. Spare fingers. Yes. Yeah. Wait, I hit the fucking applause again. God damn. There we go. It's a bomb right there. All right. Okay, so uh, let's uh, get into this, man. It's called Laura by Saki. S-A-K-I. Is that, the, is that the spelling for the drink, too? Is it S-A-K-I? Let's see. I'm very, very curious. Or is it? I'm going to be. Saki. Oh, wow. Actually, Hector Hugh Monroe is who it is. Um, S-A-K-I, better known by the pen name Saki. And also frequently, uh, he was a British writer who's witty, mischievous, and sometimes macabre stories uh, satir uh, satirize Edwardian society and culture. He's considered by English teachers and scholars as a master of the short story and often compared to O. Uh, that's it. Okay. So he actually was not named Saki. His name, his name is Hector Hugh Monroe, but Saki is his pen name. Just like, uh, what's his name? Samuel. I'm thinking of Mark Twain, Samuel, um, Samuel Adams. What the fuck is his name? Who gives a shit? He has a different pen name too. All right, here we go. You, re you aren't really dying, are you? Asked Amanda. I have the doctor's permission to live till Tuesday, said Laura. <laughs> but today is Saturday. This is serious, gasped Amanda. I don't know about it being serious. It is certainly Sunday, said Laura. Saturday, excuse me. Death is always serious, said Amanda. She's not wrong, man. You know, death is fucking serious. I never said I was going to die. I'm presumably going to leave off being Laura. But I shall go on being something. An animal of... <clears throat> an animal of some kind, I suppose. Oh, okay. So she believes in afterlife. All right. You see, when one hasn't been very good in the life one has just lived, one reincarnates in some lower organism. Hater. I've been cruel and mean and vindictive and all that sort of thing when circumstances seem to warrant it. Circumstances never warrant that sort of thing, said Amanda. If you don't mind my saying so, observed Laura, Egbert is a circumstance that would warrant any amount of that sort of thing. You're married to him. That's different. You've sworn to love, honor, and endure him. I haven't. I don't see what's wrong with Egbert, protested Amanda. Oh, I dare say the wrongness has been on my part. 
admitted Laura dispassionately. He has merely been the extenuating circumstance. He made a thin, peevish kind of fuss, for instance, when I took the collie puppies from the farm out for a run the other day. Okay. Bring my dogs back. You know what I'm saying? All good. Just bring my dogs back. He was probably not even a fuss. Just bring my dogs back. Take it easy, fucking Laura. All right? They chased the okay. Da, 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 bum, bum, bum. They chased his young broods of speckled Sussex and and drove two sitting hens off their nests. Besides running all over the flower beds, you know how devoted he is to his poultry and garden. Okay. Anyway, he needn't have gone on about it for the entire evening and then have said, "Let's say no more about it." Just when I was beginning to enjoy the discussion, that's where. That's, uh, that's where one of my petty vindictive revenges came in, added Laura with an unrepentant chuckle. <laughs> that dumb little chuckle is like the worst when someone does that. <laughs> uh, okay, added Laura with an unrepentant chuckle. I turned the entire family of speckled Sussex into his seedling shed the day after the puppy episode. Damn, there's a lot going on, dog. Got fucking... The puppies, something happened with the puppies. He, she pissed off his, her sister's husband. She might be turning into a, a fucking uh, mix between a wolverine and a squirrel and a New York fucking sewer rat. Something's going on with Amanda, dog. Or Laura. Um, how could you, exclaimed Amanda. It came quite easy, said Laura. Two of the hens pretended to be laying at the same time, but I was firm. And we thought it was an accident. You see, resumed Laura, I really have some grounds for supposing that my next incarnation will be in a lower organism. I shall be an animal of some kind. On the other hand, I haven't been a bad sort in my way, so I think I may count on being a nice animal. Something elegant and lively, with a love of fun. An otter, perhaps. Okay, it looks okay, so I can see the otter now. Alright. You know what? Let me show you what this shit looks like. Look. That, tell me that doesn't look like a cross between a uh, fucking Chuck E. Cheese doll and uh, an otter, I guess now. Anyway, alright, okay. Um, if you can't, you, I mean, I just showed it. So check out the YouTube if you're listening online. Yeah, youtube.com backslash short story bingo or just search short story bingo okay um i can't i can't imagine you as an otter said amanda well i don't suppose you can imagine me as an angel if it comes to that said laura amanda was silent she couldn't personally i think an otter life would be rather enjoyable continued laura salmon to eat all year round and the satisfaction of being able to fetch the trout in their own homes without having to wait for hours so they condescend to rise to the fly you've been dangling before them. And an elegant, felt figure. Think of the otter hounds, interposed Amanda. Love that word, interposed. Dude, use that more. I'm talking to me and you, but interposed. Think of the otter hounds, interposed Amanda. How dreadful to be hunted and harried and finally worried to death. Rather fun with half the neighborhood looking on. And anyhow, not worse than this Saturday to Tuesday business of dying by inches. And then I should go on into something else. 
If I had been a moderately good otter, I suppose I should get back into human shape of some sort. Probably something primitive. A little brown, unclothed Nubian boy, I should think. What, man? What did he just say? First off, otters don't turn human, you know? So let's start there. Although otters do have oddly similar fucking human hands, they're still times 150,000% smaller than human hands. And you guessed it, not fucking human hands. But say la vie, you know, when you, when you die, you die and you figure it out and become, come back as a Nubian boy. <laughs> All right. the story already i wish you would be serious side amanda you really ought to be if you're only going to live till tuesday as a matter of fact laura died on monday and that's how that and that's how her story just ended right there matter of fact laura died on monday Nick. oh shit okay so dreadfully upsetting amanda complained to her uncle-in-law yo this is a fucking comedy this isn't a fucking this isn't a ghost story this is a comedy that's what this is okay i wish you would be serious side amanda you really ought to be if you're only going to live till tuesday as a matter of fact laura died on monday so dreadfully upsetting amanda complained to her uncle-in-law sir lulworth quain dope name lose it I've asked quite a lot of people down for golf and fishing and whoa, I've asked quite a lot of people down for golf and fishing and the Rodun, the Rodun, Rodundrons, Rododendrons, Rodundu, R-H-O-D-O-D-E-N-D-R-O-N-S, Rododendrons. And the rhododendrons are just looking their best. That's got to be a fucking name. I don't know what that means. We're going to look it up really quick. And while we're looking it up, we're going to have this handy dandy. Um, come on now. Come on now. Where is it? Oh, God, it's fucking number one. All right. Uh, rhododendron. There we go. I uh, found it. Okay. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a plant. That makes sense. Rhododendron. Damn, that was really crazy for me at first. That was real rough to just come up upon me, Rhododendron. Okay. So dreadfully upsetting, Amanda complained to her uncle-in-law, Sir Lulworth, Sir Lulworth Quain. I've asked quite a lot of people down for golf and fishing, and the rhododendrons are just looking their best. Laura was always inconsiderate, said Sir Lulworth. She was born during Good Wood Week with an ambassador staying in the house who hated babies. She had the maddest kind of ideas, said Amanda. Do you know if there was any insanity in her family? Insanity? No, I never heard of any. Of any. Her father lives in West Kensington, but I believe he's sane on all other subjects. She had an idea that she was going to be reincarnated as an otter, said Amanda. One meets with those ideas of reincarnation so frequently, even in the West, said Sir Lulworth. 
that one can hardly set them down as being mad. And Laura was such an unaccountable person in this life that I should not like to lay down definite rules as to what she might be doing in an afterstate. You think she really might have passed into some animal form? Asked Amanda. She was one of those who shaped their opinions rather readily from the standpoint of those around them. Just then, Egbert entered the breakfast room, wearing an air of bereavement that Laura's demise would have been insufficient in itself to account for. Four of my speckled Sussex have been killed, he exclaimed. The very four that were, go that were to go to show on Friday. One of them was dragged away and eaten right in the middle of that new carnation bed that I've been to such trouble uh, that I've been to such trouble and expense over. My best flower bed and my best fowls sing sing uh, singled out for destruction. It almost seems as if the brute that did the deed had special knowledge how to be as devastating as possible in a short space of time. Was it a fox? Do you think? Said Amanda. Sounds more like a polecat, said Sir Slowworth. <laughs> no, said Egbert. There were marks of web feet. <sighs> yep, there were marks of web feet all over the place. And we followed the tracks down to the stream at the bottom of the garden. Evidently an otter. <laughs> Laura's come back. Oh, shit. Okay. Amanda looked quickly and, and furtively across at Sir Lulworth. Oh, shit. Egbert was too agitated to eat any breakfast and went out to, uh, went out to superintend the strengthening of the poultry yard defenses. Just Egbert going out to fucking this fucking order. I'm going to fucking crash across the I'm going to get this order. I'm going to put these brushes in here. Oh, hi. Uh, my little fucking... Chickens here. Quack. Quack? I said quack. I said quack. I said quack for a chicken. Okay. <sighs> Egbert was too agitated to eat any breakfast and went out uh, to superintend the strengthening of the poultry yard defenses. I think she might have at least waited till the funeral was over, said Amanda in a scandalized voice. It's her own funeral, you know, said Sir Lulworth. It's a nice point in etiquette how far one ought to show respect to one's own mortal remains. Disregard for mortuary convention was carried to further lengths next day. During the absence of the family at the funeral ceremony, the remaining survivors of the speckled Sussex were massacred. The marauders' line of retreat seemed to have braced most of the flower beds on the lawn but the strawberry beds in the lower garden had also suffered. Tearing shit up. I shall get the other hounds to come here at the earliest possible moment, said Egbert savagely. Oh no, account. You can't dream of such a thing, exclaimed Amanda. You goddamn right. I'm going to get every single hound I know in this damn town. I'm getting that otter. I mean, it wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't do so soon after a funeral in the house. It's a case of necessity, said Egbert. Once an otter takes to that sort of thing, it won't stop. Perhaps it will go elsewhere. Now that there are no more fowls left, suggested Amanda. Should have been a little bit more calm with that. One would, th one would, think, one would think you wanted to shield this beast, said Egbert. 
there's been no she's she this is what she's like there's been so little water in the stream lately objected amanda it seems hardly sporting to hunt an animal when it has so little chance of taking refuge anywhere good gracious fumed egbert i'm not thinking about sport i want to have the animal killed as soon as possible even amanda's opposition weakened when during church time on the following sunday the otter made its way into the house, raided half a salmon from the larder, from the larder, and worried it into scaly fragments on the Persian rug in Egbert's studio. We shall have it hiding under our beds and biting pieces out of our feet before long, said Egbert. And from what Amanda knew of this particular otter, she felt that the possibility was not a remote one. On the evening preceding the day fixed for the hunt, Amanda spent a solitary hour walking by the banks of the stream, making what she imagined to be hound noises. And why did you say imagined to be hound noises? What kind of noises would she, otherwise she been making? Meow, meow. Or quack, like I did, in place of a chicken. What other kind of what she, what she imagined to be hound noises? Um, it was charitably supposed by it was charitably supposed by those who overheard her. Oh my god! It was charitably supposed by those who overheard her performance that she was practicing for farmyard uh, farmyard imitations at the forthcoming village entertainment. Okay, maybe it was good then. It was her friend and neighbor Aurora Barrett who brought her news of the day sport. Pity you weren't out. We had quite a good day. We found it at once in the pool just below your garden. Did you uh, kill? Asked Amanda. Rather a fine she-otter. Your husband got rather badly bitten in trying to tail it. Poor beast. I felt quite sorry for it. It had such a human look in its eyes when it was killed. You'll call me silly, but do you know who the look reminded me of? reminded you of my dear woman what is the matter when amanda had recovered to a certain extent from her attack of nervous prostration egbert took her to the nile valley to recuperate ah uh, dude i gotta re now that's fine change of scene speedily brought about the desired recovery of health and mental balance okay get out of there fuck we killed it it's all good the escapades of an adventurous otter in search of variation of diet were viewed in their proper light. Amanda's normally placid temperament reasserted itself. Even a hurricane of shouted curses coming from her husband's dressing room in her husband's voice, but hardly in his usual vocabulary, failed to disturb her serenity as she made a leisurely toilet one evening in a Cairo hotel. A leisurely toilet is how I'm going to start classifying my leisurely toilets. I'm going to... Oh, do you guys uh, have a, a water hole? Um, yeah, uh, I just got to make a leisurely toilet really quick. And don't do that, you know? You for real? Yes! <laughs> okay, she made a leisurely toilet. Okay, da 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 Even a hurricane of shouted curses coming from her husband's dressing room in her husband's voice but hardly in his usual vocabulary, failed to disturb her serenity 
as she made a leisurely toilet one evening in a Cairo hotel. What's the matter? What has happened? She asked in amused curiosity. The little beast has thrown all my clean shirts into the bath. Wait till I catch you, you little... What little beast? Asked Amanda, suppressing a desire to laugh. Oh, so they didn't kill him. Egbert's language is so hopelessly inadequate to express his outraged feelings. A little beast of a naked brown Nubian boy sputtered Egbert. And now Amanda is seriously <laughs> ill. And I'm dead, dog. And that is the story for today. Because she came back as an otter. And then came back as a fucking Nubian boy. What is a naked brown Nubian boy? Whoa. Episode 56, ladies and gentlemen. Short story, Bingo. Thank you guys for riding with me. Here we go. Nubian. And I put in Nubian boy. I hope that doesn't put me on a list. Um... The Nubian boy was a Sudanese pre-adolescent male. Okay, so it's just a, uh, a, uh, a, you know, a Nubian boy. We'll just say that. Wow. So, uh, quick summation. Um, starts off, she's dying. Her sister, Amanda and Laura. Laura, uh, this, I, you know what? Okay, let me roll back my thoughts here. I love this story. It was fun. I loved it a lot. I hope you loved it too. We'll give it an applause because it was super fun. <laughs> Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, super fun. That was really funny. Um, and also creepy at the same time, but very funny. You got a story of a, of a gal who has no disregard for people. She's a, you know, asshole ends up becoming the otter that she thought that was going to happen. That otter gets killed and then turns into the Nubian boy who she predicted she would become. So, um, you know, a litany of, of, of cool things that happen in that book, man. That again by by Saki S A K I or his actual name, which is let's look at it one more time. It was Hugh Hector Hugh Monroe M U N R O. Thank you guys so much, though, man. Um, we've been having uh, a great time doing this. I'm talking about George. George, you've been having fun. Oh yeah, that story was great. Yeah, laughing. that was a good one. Um, be sure to check out our sponsors again, extra T media. Um, if you have any media needs, please, please hit him up. He's constantly doing music videos, constantly doing recordings. Follow him on Twitter as well at George life. Excuse me. Uh, it's at G life, right? G life or at George life. Got it. Okay. And then also at extra T media as well. Um, and then go on to Libro.fm, put in story bingo, get two free books instead of one. Um, to start your subscription with them. If you like audio audiobooks like I do, we certainly appreciate it here at the show. Um, and that's something, you know, least that we can do there. Also be on the lookout for the first episode of the sub series of short story bingo. This is going to be called our stories. And, uh, the first episode features the CEO for jaws or size, Brandon Harris, very excited to bring him on. Um, we had a really good chat. And so, those will be coming out. Uh, at least I, I, I'm hoping I can drop one of those a week, honestly, once we start getting going on that. So um, those are Zoom calls um, or to the liking of a Zoom call. So um, it's a lot more, you know, I'm in their space. They're in my space. We're having a good chat and it's something that I've been wanting to do for a while. And so we're starting it. So, yeah, uh, look out for that as well. Thank you guys ever for, for 
uh, the likes, the subscribes, share with your buddies, um, and let's keep this um, you know pod rolling. Short story bingo, episode fifty six, Laura by Saki. My name is Nate Chacon the third, and I'm out. Dun dun dun, spare fingers, yes.